0: Welcome everyone, you are tuning in to Engaging Walk. My name is Drake.
1: And my name is Ruby.
0: We believe in the power of walking together and talking together.
1: It is a simple act to stay connected and movement is key.
0: So this week we are going to be discussing um, our second part of our family values uh, set. And so this is going to be a really important topic, one that we are very passionate about. And we took our Engaging Walk in El Cajon today. We took Boba to a new dog park. It was awesome. She got out a lot of energy. There's a lot of changes happening in our family. Mm -hmm. Things that we're excited to tell you about. Things that we cannot just reveal. But stay tuned for that. And um, so yeah, let's uh, just we'll go right into the content. So right now, I just wanted to uh, say right now we're like two days late. And last week we didn't do an episode because we've been having a lot of like I mentioned a lot of changes moving and um things that we're gonna reveal um soon
1: and then work demand as well (laughs) yeah
0: Yeah, so so basically i got put on underway and it went longer than expected um and yeah because i'm active duty in the navy right now and um so that's a challenge that we face Mm -hmm. that's part of our family culture is taking on challenges and i think that we do it as good as anybody out there but of course there's always room for improvement. So that's why we tend to focus very carefully and put a lot of emphasis on our family culture. So Mm -hmm. last week or the last episode, we discussed a lot of um, concepts about developing your family culture. And on this time, we're going to be talking a lot about like...
1: Implementing the family culture.
0: Yeah, implementing that family culture and what that actually might look like on a day to day basis going into each month, each week, and then like planning out, you know, future events. So mm-hmm. uh, you want to share some of your first thoughts on that, Ruby?
1: I think it's for implement you know like the we did the first uh, part, which is the overview and the um the forming the culture and now it's just like the you know the the steps that make it happen and when you when I when we discussed about the content implement, I was thinking of um You know the memories that uh, that I have in childhood. Like my mom, she will help. She will ask me to to help her um, in the kitchen when I was, I think, like elementary age, Uh, or even like younger than that. Because I remember, as a young kid, I was very. Uh, picky of, about clean, cleanliness so if someone like clean the class is not done like well done you can see like some marks on there I will clean it again so that that's the reason why that you know it's to imprint into my, my memory um, but what I, what I try to say is that when um, a family member invite the child into a, a routine or into the way that they do life the child will remember very well um, and that it just embedded into the child. And that's how I feel like it's, it's a healthy way to, um, to implement the culture because um, the child gets to see it and doing things with the family members instead mm-hmm. of like, here, a theory, you know, is doing it with. And, um, and, and there's a very, very famous qu- uh, quote, like, teach me and I forget, but if you do it with me, I remember. So I think that will be a powerful tool for implement the culture.
0: Yeah, I think you know, especially if you have a family where your goal is children. Your goal as a married couple is like, hey, we're going to have X amount of children: one, two, three, four, five, more. And the legacy that you ch- carry on with your children, you know, and it makes it makes me think of uh, like a, it was kind of like a meme, but I think there's a lot of truth to it
1: mm-hmm. that there was
0: a mother that. You know, was constantly on her son about like, "Hey, I carried you for nine months. You know, you can't do anything right. Like, why can't you just do this? Uh, like, go away. I don't, I don't, I don't need you right now." Uh, just sort of, just like belittling and not showing appreciation for her son. And then it flash, you know, forward to her being elderly, and she's like, "I wonder. I don't know why my son doesn't want to hang out with me." Mm -hmm. You know, and that's a, that's a sad reality that I think, you know, maybe whatever number of parents it is out there that experience that, but that could be bad family culture, you know, that you're, you're not introducing your children into activities like how, you know, my wife was just talking about and getting them on and getting them involved into the family and not being, you know, we have to treat children like children, but it's true. But, yeah, but there's expectations that like they hey they can contribute to the household. They can be treated like members of the family, as opposed to um, you know, know just like, be on
1: the outsider looking in, right? And um, so, well, talking about my background, which is Asian family, and uh, also you know my experience as an educator, um, children they are they loved when you ask them for help they loved it because they feel value and they feel like oh i can do things i can help and um yeah so i feel like if we because you know my mom used, i i'm grateful for my mom because she's like if you even cannot help me you can just look you know so i learned from by looking at her a lot um up to up to like this day, like if I look at some and I think that is how my observation skill got, you know, stronger throughout the year because, you know, from young she asked me, like, if you cannot help, you look and you learn from it. Um and then yeah, shout out to my mom. But also mm-hmm. like um even something like Asian, you know, when we have a high expectations for the the, the the children, like, oh they're too young, they cannot do it or like um you have to do it the first time perfectly which is impossible for yeah. a, a child and um so but yeah i feel like what i learned from as an educator is that um you ex- you, you introduce something new to them with your excitement they can feel it and then also like help them to su- success and to succeed instead of like Failed them, you know. Yeah. Um. So that is something that I learned along the way, and I wish you know <laughs> my mom could be that too, um, but you know she still have she done a great job, and I learned so much from her. And one thing that um I know, this is not a child, but like Boba is our dog, and she, um I exposed her um to so many things. So the first thing I exposed her to was a vacuum vacuum cleaner and um doc hates that but i and i think she she was the first she was um home for the first week and i you have to vacuum so i say i told her like it's going to be loud kev you know wait, and then first i let her sniff you know the vacuum and be around with that so prepare your child and then slowly move it into and then you know build it up for success and as they see you do it with them they feel more comfortable in doing it and then you know the more you give um you trust them you know it's again back to trust and and there to guide them i feel like that will set your children to be successful in the in the long run because now they be they, they will be grow up with Knowing who they are, comfort be confident in what they do, and 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 the trust, like, hey, if I messed up, it's it's okay, because my mom tell me that, you know, and I think that is very, very crucial for the, the development of a family, especially the culture.
0: Hmm. Yeah, it reminds me a lot of like a lot of the earlier discussions that Ruby and I had about our children, and you know, right now we we don't have any children yet um, yet, <laughs> um, but you know, we are always talking about like, what would we do in this situation? What would we do in this situation? Um, And just being on the same page in terms of like how we want to raise them. And one of the things that we both discussed was just being able to enable our children to have um, entrepreneurial mindset Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: to invest and to Show them like, hey, this is how you use money. This is how you budget. This is how you save. The money that you earn, we are going to show you what you're going to do with the money. Mm -hmm. So that way, when they get older, they know, hey, wow, mom and dad were really, really looking out for me. You know, and checking in with them, constantly checking in with them. Hey, check out like, you know, I know that you're 15, 16 years old, but at some point you're going to be out on the world on your own. And you're going to be making your own decisions and being an adult. And we just want to make sure that you are prepared to to take that on and not fail. You mm-hmm. know, and that's that's basically what, what Ruby was talking about with Boba. It's the same concept where you don't let them fail. You, I mean, people are going to, you know, people can fail on their own. But you just guide them and work with them as best as you can to make sure that Hey, even when they do fail, like they can bounce back mm-hmm. um, and they know that they have you to go back to. And, um, it's a crucial thing that happens with Boba, you know, it, like our, our dog is, you know, raising her up and guiding her. And it's a, it's a new challenge and more, obviously a greater challenge with children.
1: For but, sure. Yeah.
0: But it's one that like, I, you know, I can attest to what she was talking about with expectations where, you know working with students on my own when, when I was teaching is like the expectations is most of it. Um, and then making them or at least a good portion. And then the other bit is just like making sure that they adhere to it and making sure that your standards don't drop Mm
1: -hmm. and
0: you always hold everybody accountable to the standard. Like, Hey, this is as a family, this is how we operate. Mm -hmm. You know, we check in daily. Um, we have dinner together. Um, you know, if you're going to go out and do things like we need to know X, Y, and Z and having those boundaries, having those expectations. And, you know, that's that begins with the husband and the wife also.
1: It's true. That's correct.
0: You know, yeah. so as long as the husband and the wife have that um, that foundation, which is what we talked about last week, the family is just an extension of that. <coughs> the you know, that goes to Boba. We're both on the same page with her. How are we gonna discipline her? Make sure that she, what she's eating, how to deal with her when she gets sick, all these things we take care of together, and we communicate, make sure we're on the same page, and then move forward, you know. And um, yeah, it's the same thing with children, but it's definitely a greater challenge.
1: Yeah, because you know, it's menios <laughs> us. So <laughs> I, I don't know. I'm, you know, I'm. I heard so many stories that you know they said like. I didn't, like, the mom recognized her, herself in her daughter but without telling her or teaching her daughter something that she did in the past. And it's freaked me out. I'm like, oh, my goodness. Yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm going to introduce Jesus to the child very early <laughs> at young age mm-hmm. for redemption. Because <laughs> I have a wild childhood, guys. <laughs>
0: Yeah, I did too. Um, <laughs> probably in a different way because I grew up in...
1: Different, in you know... Different
0: environment.
1: Yeah. <laughs> but we all ha- we always have stories, but, you know, yeah, it's going to be cool. And it's going to be good. And I think for implement, um, again, it builds on trust. It builds on, you know, we'll go back to our, you know, the, the, the culture. Um, trust, love, honest, and honesty, and, you know, so... I think when we share that with the, you know, the children and, and also, especially when opportunity comes up for, for example, like um, the child, I think children, they learn how to lie to us very quickly, but we don't have to teach them. It's just something that, you know. They potentially just have it. And, you know, like, that is a great opportunity instead of scolding them, you know. But, like, telling them, hey, remember the culture that we agree on? We talk honestly to each other. And, you know, even we don't tolerate white lies. And so I think by circumstances in life, you just have your culture implements, you know, day by day and it's continued to grow at, you know, the family grows.
0: Yeah. I think a lot of those things are are really great examples of like, Hey, this is what our actual, our family culture looks like. And, um, some of the things that you definitely want to establish those, um, guidelines on it, the recap, some of the things that we talked about last time is, um, is what respect looks like in the household are we respecting each other? Are we using respectful language? How do we deal with like conflict? How do we deal with disagreements? How do we deal with um, changes? Like things that are, you know, you can you can never account for everything. Everything that happens in in the family, everything that happens in life, but rolling with punches and rolling through like difficult circumstances and changes and things that happen in your life can really. You know, be a great blessing to the family. Like for us, for example, recently, we just had a big move, and um, we only lived in that place, our previous place, for more like a, a year. But, yeah, a
1: but a year, like, and then a few months.
0: And then you know, this like the yeah, it's a little, it was over a year. Yeah, that's right. A bit, yeah. And um, but that was our first home together, and having all of my things and my wife's things and moving all these things together, um with other issues that are happening with us and um, our families mm-hmm. is like a huge challenge and you don't really realize like how much of an adjustment that these, um, that these situations can have, you know, when you compound that with like, you know, maybe things that might happen in your family, um, things that might happen in the world, things that might happen at your job that all just come into play all at once well, that's where your family culture is really gonna come into handy that's where mm-hmm. your family culture is really gonna shine through when you have like okay you know what things are tough right now but we've made it through difficult circumstances before that's how we this, that was how we did it and I can rely on this person and I know how to rely on this person you know and like that's what, like what Ruby just talking about like is trust that's a really you know once you go through things like that together but you know you you have to have that family culture set up you know how always using respectful language dealing with conflicts all those things what what do you think would be the most important um aspect of that uh in terms of like um setting up the family culture and like a, a real application of like for me i think it's dealing with um conflict things that happen um Well, maybe not the most important, but it's definitely a really important one.
1: Can you uh, elaborate on that?
0: Yeah, so if you were to give, like, a new married couple a a piece of advice and you're, like, just something that they can actually do as opposed to an idea, like, what would you say to them? Like, for an example, like, don't go to bed angry. Um. Uh, Don't, you know... uh, save friday nights for date nights things like that like what would be your concrete piece of advice that you could give a married couple
1: oh so now it's for the the family
0: yeah like for setting up their culture
1: i would say for the family i think um you know this home is where you belong to because um i don't know this for me it just popped up into my head like the children they can go and have fun. All you know, all the park at the park at the playground at the friends family whatever. But this is the home that they feel belong to. Like they feel valued, they feel loved, and they feel this is where I supposed to be. And I feel that such a belonging that um, whether the child knows it or not is is embedded in everyone mm-hmm. and. um and I feel like that's just connected to the the um the the old apartment because you know like we talk about it like when we move away from the apartment like we move to the new one I've just felt loved or a hard time to you know move on because that's have so much in, you know mm-hmm. memory and everything and I realized slowly realized that oh because I feel belonging there yeah. And I feel like that, because we create a culture of, hey, you matter, and um, just simply go through day by day with each other, and of course we have ups and downs, for sure, Mm -hmm. and all crazy time with Boba too, training her there. So for her, (laughs) it's like her home too, you know? It was tough on her too, for sure. Yeah, it was tough on her, because I think it was last week, well two weeks ago. So we I Drake was not there, but I was there. Uh close by to the neighborhood and I was just having an idea like oh, what about take her on a walk? The like the walk that she gets to know since she's, you know, with a, us. Yeah,
0: baby.
1: And the baby. And then uh, she remember she ex she remember exactly where we were, because her buffet lived up and and even like I'm like, okay, let's sneak back to the apartment <laughs> to the parking lot, she remember, and she went up the stairs exactly in front of the door, of course, we cannot go in, but you know like for her' it's, um is it's she 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 knows that she belonged to that place, and um which now she lo- she loved the new place and but then um you know it it's just something that you can tell like. I think the feeling of belonging to the family, um, that is the most important to the to children or even the, you know, the parents too.
0: Yeah, I definitely have these moments um, when I'm like, I almost envision myself going back up those stairs, <laughs> <laughs> like going to the door and opening it and then seeing her like doing her little bobbing thing, like, oh, you're home? Oh, it's you? Hi, you know? Yeah. Um, so that's a really good one, sense of belonging. So, what would you say gave you a sense of like what was like one of the main things that gave you a sense of belonging at our at our old apartment? Like, what like a, like what was some of the things that established that for you?
1: I think the things that we do to connect, like um, when I'm home, like you will open the door and then welcome me in, and of course, you know, she's right there. Or sometimes we, we, like before Boba, you know, like we will sit on the couch and just trying to connect and then give each other a hug. And then, what is that? Oh, we, we, we make dinner together. Yeah. So those are, you know, little things that we do together is make me feel like the sense of belonging.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, to echo that, I think one of the things that um, has been really wonderful about our marriage
1: <laughs> A lot
0: of time, and I, when I was underway for two weeks, I was, I was so, without my best friend, and that was really tough to be without my best friend every day. Sam here, <laughs> you know, I th- like there's, you know, there's other things that can kind of distract you, like okay, I'm at work, blah blah blah, I'm gonna do this and do that, I'm gonna read this book, but nothing beats being home mm-hmm. with my, you know, with my wife and and boba and to and to make that and you know be home, just being home together and doing those things yeah i think that makes a lot of sense of like of it of establishing that sense of belonging yeah yeah another thing that i was thinking of that would be really like crucial to establishing like your family culture is that that once you have you know a lot of like your routine set up and you have um, you know that like a sort of like an identity of like who we are as a family and like what we stand for is doing new things together. Um, and I think that we learned a lot from each other going on on lots of different trips together and um, mm-hmm. and uh, I think doing new things together and challenging each other with, with our personal the things that we love to do as ourselves and in our, for, you know, for ourselves. Like, so for example, like for me playing music, um, for Ruby, she's really, um, she's really into worship and reading, um, the Bible and then like sharing those goals together and sharing those activities together and doing new things together really strengthens the bond and that sense of belonging to each other. Yeah. Um, and it reminded me of a conversation that we had when we were dating where, um, I'm pretty sure it was like Danny Silk gave this, um, analogy of, hey, you know, doing life together is essentially like a really big gamble because let's say you're, it's like almost like as if you're meeting at an airport and one person is like, oh, I'm about to go to Denver and the other person's like, well, actually I was going to go to, you know, Malaysia, you know, and like there's totally opposite directions from where, from where each other is going but making sure that you're going on a flight with somebody <sighs> that has the same sort of destination as you. Oh, bless you. Jeez, Thank you. Um, you know, making sure that you have, like, the same destination in mind. And I told her, I was like, well, I think sometimes, like, that you're just your destinations are never really going to match up, co- like, entirely coherently. But maybe it's just worth it if you have somebody that Hey, neither of us have been to Vancouver, but Mm -hmm. we both want to. Let's let's both go to Vancouver together and take that on together.
1: Yeah, and I think when you have um, you know children and you involve them into the things that you do, and instead of again say like oh you're too young for that, um, give them them something that they can do. Like even for children. If they just able to like draw a picture on that, let them do it. Or like if they just let let's say like you are planning something, and they cannot come up with an idea, which is totally fine. But invite the child in and then let them. Okay, so this is a planning. Maybe you can just draw of you know our family on it. You know, or. Um, if the child can write, you can write our names on it or just your name on it, you know. They have a sense of doing things to you, again, a belonging, also, like, doing things with you because if the child learn how to involved with the family, the, implement the culture, um, they do it together, they build, um, the culture is built in, in them, you know, from young instead of waiting for them until, like, they... Finish, you know elementary or they finish the high school is 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 you have like five years you have 10 years gap of not doing thing you know yeah. well i mean i mean you can hang out with them doing sports but then something that matters to you for example like i would i would have my children worship with me maybe the children cannot sing yet or they can hum yet they can just dance you know mm-hmm. but Big, but the the beautiful thing is that they see parents how pray together, you know, how the parents pray together, how the parents worship together, how how the parents read the Bible together, how the parents, you know, even like discuss thing with each other and plan thing with each other. They mm-hmm. learn from that, and 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 because they be part of it, now they can they, they learn from you, right. and 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 they take on that, and and so if you. And even like you, you can empower them. You say, "Okay, now you, can you take this, you know, steps? Can you, after drawing, drawing your name, can you think something that we can do as a family?" You know, and pl- as, as as you know, when you planning things with them, so slowly they they get to you know not just as a listener. Now they participate in that, and and when they owe enough, they can. Be part of it, you know? So instead of eliminate your child's ability, empower them mm-hmm. and, and, and and trust them can do things, you know? Because children, well, a study said that, you know, children from zero, I think up to 10, they are super creative. They're all genius.
0: Yeah, super creative. <laughs> yeah, there's a study <laughs> that they, they go from like 98% to, to, to 2% genius level like creativity to the inverse yeah once they get to like fifth grade or something like that well or, they,
1: they get up to like i think campus people or something oh like. yeah,
0: yeah campus yeah level um yeah i think i mean that's just like a different commentary about like the education system but yeah the fact remains that your children at that young age have a lot of creativity to them mm-hmm. they haven't seen how people do things so and you know then the human mind is a wonderful thing and if they don't know like the limitations of what things can be done by or how they're thi- how things are done, they can imprint their own sort of like vision on what they're doing or what needs to be done creatively without those restrictions so you know that's where you know that's where it really comes into play, and I think that like um you know my wife brings up a lot of really valid points and bringing the child into what you're doing, and it reminds me of like this you know. This idea that like you are what you do, Mm -hmm. you know, you are what you continuously do. And that creates your habits and that creates your character. And they're constantly seeing their parents working through um, their monthly goals, um, their weekly agenda. The, The, they'll, they'll get a sense. They might not be the most naturally ordered or the most naturally like, you know, great planners, but they'll see, hey, there's value to that. Is what my mom and dad do. Mm -hmm. Um, And they might even get a greater sense of like, okay, this thing that I wanted, you know, might help them grow up to see like, hey, you know, this thing that I wanted to do, we can't do, but not because my mom and dad are just being jerks, but I see them plan. Mm -hmm. I know that when they have things on the schedule, they abide by it. They do that. And if they're telling me that they can't because of this other thing, then I can take their word for it, that they're not just, shutting me down. And the whole family can see the schedule and see, hey, this is what we're going to be doing. This is how we're going to um, work through these issues. This is how we're going to work through the different things that we want to do as a family.
1: Mm-hmm. And, and I think like, also teach the child to be, you know, be a powerful person. Instead of, you know, just follow, but they can, of course, a children, they are dependent. So most of the time they have to understand, you know, the rules and the culture first. Um, but of, so, of course, we're not going to like not listen to them, you know, being a powerful, like, okay, if they see a problem, what are you going to do about it? You know, what, how are going to respond and come up with the solution instead of just share your thought and, you know, complain without coming up with a solution, mm-hmm. you know? So I think, yeah, that, that was something that, you know, I think that's just the three key things that, you know, f- for solid for for implement, um, the culture of the family. And of course, again, it's not just one day or two days. It's, it's like a journey of implement that with your, you know, your children and your partners too.
0: Yeah, I think as you go through each day, you have to constantly set a, set that standard of like how this is how we operate as a family. This is the expectations. This is how we're going to meet them. And Hey, times are going to happen where we're going to fall short, but that doesn't mean that the standard changes.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's true.
0: Whether it comes to respectful language, whether it comes to respecting each other's boundaries, um, whether it comes to, um, honesty, uh, whether it comes to, you know, anything that can happen in the family of, you know, making sure that the, that the, that the baseline is adhered to, then, you know, you you have to decide that as your family of like, Hey, this is what we want to make sure is always happening and always keep that, you know? And then like for us, like we, you know, like I know, like when I let Ruby down with the schedule, (laughs) you (laughs) know, things like that. And then we just try to bounce back. But also I think what's really important to also to keep in mind throughout this whole process is patience. You know, being patient with each other and assuming the best. We we talked about it in previous episodes, but assuming the best, being patient with one another can really go a long way when you're when you're making these adjustments, when you're making these um, these efforts to become a unified family.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's true. Yeah. Well, I haven't said that well, let's go to the assignment for this week.
0: Yeah, so for this week, what we want to do for our, our um, assignment is to reflect back on our mission statements. And for those of you who don't know what I'm talking about, your family mission statement can be just like a three to four sentence mission statement that says like, hey, what are we trying to do as a family? What, what does it mean to be a Martinez in our family? What are we trying to do? Who are we trying to support? And how do we know that we're doing it? So within that, we want to make three concrete steps for this week that will get us to grow, um, making our family goal um, and our family mission statement a reality. So, for example, if your family mission statement is that we want to support our community and um, in every way that we can, maybe uh, come up with a goal or a concrete step of how you can help out your community. Maybe starting a business or maybe even something as simple as um, volunteering. At, um, at some, you know, volunteer, looking for volunteer opportunities in your community, things like that. Um, and if you have like faith based uh, mission statements, how are you gonna reach those faith based mission statements? For example, if you really wanna get closer to God or if you really wanna get better at um, worshiping, what are some things that you can do to make that a reality? Uh, yeah, just like those little tiny concrete steps, things that are measurable, things that are actionable, things that you can realistically do with where you are at right now and with the whole idea of being progress moving forward. So with that, we are going to be wrapping up for this week and uh, we will be seeing you guys next week on Monday. We're going to have a new episode posted and we want to thank you guys for tuning in. We've got a whole lot of people coming in and listening to Engaging Walk from all around the United States. We love you guys. Thank, Thank you, you guys. so much for listening and taking time out of your day to um, <clears throat> to reflect on us on, on taking an engaging walk with your spouse or your loved one and, um, and growing together and creating strong bonds with, between each other. Yeah. And strong connections. So, we are also on Facebook, we are also on Instagram, and on YouTube. And if you give us a like... Uh, share subscribe all of that we would really appreciate it and also in the comments let us know things that you like things that you don't like things that you would like to hear more of or ideas that you might have for us or questions that we can answer for you
1: and then you also can reach us at the yeah
0: so with that we're gonna be wrapping up and uh, my name is drake
1: and um, my name is ruby and we are signing out thank you, you guys bye